know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, welcome to your Friday with the Addisons. We appreciate you sticking around all week long to hear us um, discuss the issues of the day and filter that discussion through an unapologetically biblical worldview. Amen. Um, that's what we do. We, we believe that the word of God is good and right and true. And not only that, but that it should be applied. Yes. And so when we do our radio show, that's what we try to do. We try to look at what's going on in the culture and then ask the question, what does the word of God say about this? Uh, what's the prescription for us? What two scriptures should we take and then call you guys in the morning? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Friday. Uh, that means it's, uh, it's the gumbo show. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B. and J. Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. We're going to open the phone lines up. We'll do a quick recap of what we talked about during the week and um, and then add your calls to that. If there's anything that you want to talk about that you have on your mind that's in line with the format of this show. That's very important. It's, pause for dramatic effect uh, mm -hmm. then let's go there and let's talk about it if we are mm -hmm. aware of it then we'll engage you I do have some things I want to make mention of um, but we'll get the phone lines queued up now so you can start calling in and get in as many calls as we can 888-589-8840 888-589-8840 I should mention at this point that it's um it's it's good for you to connect with us in a number of different ways will the great one of those is email yes you can email us at Addison's at AFR.net, Addison's at AFR.net. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You can subscribe and you can watch the broadcast live. So remember, if you want to contact us, Addison's at AFR.net. We get those emails and we're going to try to answer those emails the best as best we can. Yes. Um, and so, yeah. And remember, still sign up for Marriage Family Life Conference, uh, July 7th to the 9th. Make sure you go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net, and register for this conference. You, Man, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be a great, great time. Um, also, if you miss the show live, you can always get the podcast, and, and you can listen at yes. your leisure, especially if there's like a disclaimer given, and you're like, I mm, can't listen with the kid in the car this time, um, then you can just listen whenever you can by getting the podcast. Here's, here's uh, one email. I just want to kind of respond to this email uh, publicly here. So it's a public response. Thank you so much for this. This was, this made me kind of like giggle. Um, because finally somebody who gets me, right. Who really <laughs> understands the, the woes of what it means to co-host with Will the Great. I mean, you know, um, so this email I loved, do you, you know where I'm going, with this, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I finally someone who gets me, who understands me. And I mean, you know, and she's 12. So, I mean, I'm just saying I'm not complicated, but I can be, right? So there's multi-layers to my personality here. Anyway, uh, not multiple personalities, multiple oh. layers Woo. to my one personality. Oh my Please, somebody no misheard. There. Somebody misheard. They You're were like, oh, crazy no. folk. <laughs> <laughs> multiple and, personalities. And some, somebody said, well, that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, stop. Here we go. <laughs> Hi. 
Here's the email that we received. Um, Hi, my name is Natalie. I'm 12 years old and I love, in all caps, your show. My mom listened to it at first and I thought, why one more of, I'm sorry, why, why one more of her mom podcast? Right, which is what I would think if I were 12 as well. But she writes, I really like it. I was baptized on January 2nd. I am so grateful that the Lord saved me and almost just as grateful for your podcast. Whoa. Hmm. Wow. Natalie. What an honor. Like, just truly, truly, what an honor. And then she uh, wraps up like this, which, you know, finally, somebody who really can understand. She says, I really like when Will goes on and on and on. (laughs) Love y'all so much. Well, Thank you, Natalie. I mean, and, and, and you understand that there's so much that we usually just can't get through because of Will going on and on and on. I know, so I really fault. do. Yeah, I, I do. Um, she has do a good sense of humor. It. Excellent. Like that. Excellent. Well done, Mom. Well done, Mom. <laughs> because you know if, if, if there is any sense of humor to be gathered, it's going to come from, from us moms. Or dads. Dad, dads can be funny. <sighs> the dad jokes people don't like. Oh, wow. No, I'm kidding. The people like the dad jokes. It's a joke. See, that man, was a that was a that was a joke. It was see, a, this culture, okay. man. Always trying to like I'm downplay sorry. the dads. I know. I'm sorry. Don't be a like, victim. You know? you know, our kids have whenever whenever there is a depiction of dads being belittled or they've we've trained them to actually spot it by just pointing it out and also kind of teaching them how to be outraged over that. So now when they see that, if it's displayed anywhere, you know, a commercial or a a cartoon or anything like that, where the dad is belittled in a way that has been normalized in our culture, they just go bumbling, (laughs) bumbling. Like that's that's the depiction so often of the dad. Mm. And and man, really, really don't like it. All right. Um, So phone lines are open. 888-589-8840. Just a quick recap. You can talk about anything that we talked about uh, throughout the week on Monday. We started off the show talking about hagias, that we are to be holy, that we are to be Mm, set apart, that we are to be different in this culture. On Tuesday, we had on with us Dr. Kathy Cook, author of The Eight Great Smarts. That was fun. Who departed very quickly for Alaska. Yes. (laughs) Y'all are great, but I got to go. Informed us live. It was, I mean, it was a first. It was was truly a first, but you know, um, it was wonderful. I mean, it was, it was just one of those, it was one of those phone calls that you have usually privately where you, you're talking to someone, you're like, okay, I got to let you go. <laughs> I don't know if people, are we the only people who end phone conversations like that? Like, I got to let you go. I'm, I'm sure. Gonna let you go. I'm sure not. I'm sure. Other people do that. Yeah, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. Cause, okay. Anyway, but that's what it was publicly. Then on Wednesday, Will yes. the Great, you talked about the Lord returning. Yeah. He's coming like a thief, but mm-hmm. we are not caught off guard. Amen. Yes. And Amen. so just talking about being ready um, and that, when uh, he comes, it won't be a shock to those who are in Christ, to the remnant, you know, uh, because we are, we know what to look for. We understand the times we see what's happening and we we await uh, his coming and we won't be caught off guard like the those foolish virgins that's talked about in the, in the Bible that didn't have their oil in their lamps, you know, but we're going to be ready. So Amen. We, I just, it, it was just an encouraging message, I hope, for the for the remnant. You know, and also giving a reason why there's so much dullness around us, even in the professing church. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm, yeah. these issues we talk about. It's almost like, well, why don't everybody see that? I'm talking about mm-hmm. Christians. Like, why don't we see that this is wrong and, and this is going on? Well, there's a there's a slumber and a sleep 
that the Lord would allow to go over people because of disobedience, because of mm-hmm. a hardness of heart. And and so just just an encouraging message to the remnant to stand so strong. Good. That's so good. Just want um, you to know, Will the Great, I don't know if you saw this, but our brother Abraham um, just sent a message. There's going to be a rally for funny dads out at the Capitol <laughs> um, because funny dads matter. And so he's <laughs> just saying that basically dads are funny as well. Um, kind of lame to send someone a message saying, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm funny. But I mean, you know, dads do that. Dads just do <laughs> things like that. And that's, I mean, go. that's fine. Anybody who wants to sign up, just email Abraham. I don't know. It's at funnydads.com. I, I don't know where, it, I, yeah, just. but you can go it. there. And meet up at the rally. You guys will all stand around telling funny jokes. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> to well, one another, they like those and, jokes, and then saying things they, like, they, they "Oh like, man, that's a good they one, like man." Those jokes, hey, man. man. I'm telling you, our kids, they like that's those a jokes. good one. They might and make then, fun, but they like them. They do like them. Yeah, they they, like they groan when you tell the jokes, but they love the jokes. They really <laughs> do. I think now it's just this thing um, where they don't want it to be known mm. that they love the jokes. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, I'm just joking, guys. Send your emails again to funny jokes, funnydadjokes.com. <laughs> I'm not bashing dad jokes. Dad jokes are fun <laughs> and they matter. All right. And make sure you bring all your signs when y'all show up at the Capitol. <laughs> Thursday, yesterday, we talked about transitioning America. Now, look, this is a lighter show. I'll leave it up to you guys. Um, I There are two clips that we didn't get to from yesterday. Ah, uh, let's go all in. The queen of the carryover. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> there are two clips that we didn't get to that I, I really, because I want you to understand the point that I'm making. They're like, Mika, we get it. You don't. You really don't. And <laughs> and so I, I got to make sure that you guys understand that um, there is an all out move to transition America and you will go kicking and screaming. Hopefully you'll go kicking and screaming. Many people have gone with like chocolates. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, yeah, we'll go. Fine. That's, that's transition everyone in this country. So anyway, um, we'll throw those couple clips in and then also i wanted to throw this in new for today fresh mm-hmm. out of the package Uh-oh. you remember when you used to get cds oh man remember that and op- yeah. oh man you remember yeah. that Guys. was the experience opening the cd because they had wonderful. that little tape stuff on it you had to That's get right. you had to know how to do it though you had to peel it kind of you couldn't just rip it off because you'll mess you'll be there all day trying to Anyway, that just takes me back, man. CDs. And then you had the CD art, like the art of the and man. You get, and you read open the you book could, and all of the yeah. little, like, oh, You man, don't have that just, anymore. It's gone. Done. I feel like there are some people who are going, oh, man. And you remember records? <laughs> no. <laughs> and you remember 8-tracks? 8-tracks. Uh, remember 8-tracks? Remember tapes, the sound of the tapes? Oh, don't talk about Anyways, tapes. Okay. Um, anyway. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't even know how we got on this. I want to. I want to take us back. It's Friday. We do a little bit of a lighter show, a little bit. Um, oh, Elon Musk. I wanted yeah. to talk about this. Okay, so <laughs> Elon Musk has a nine point two percent stake in Twitter, and this is really interesting, right? It because is. if you've been reading any of the headlines and following a little bit of Elon Musk's Musk's, I, I think that's how you say it. Elon Musk's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of those hard ones. I mean, Elon how Musk's. many S's do you, do you well, put at the end? Well, there's an S and a K, Musk's. and then there's the apostrophe S, so it's it's Elon Musk's. Wow. That's is okay. what you say. <laughs> if you're from New Orleans, you say Elon Musk's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, we're not the Babylon Bee. Elon's not going to be on this show, because then you'll really get the gospel. Oh, mm. Ooh, I'm sorry. Man. That wow. was That was unfair. <laughs> oh, 
it wasn't man. really unfair, you know. It was they should have given fair, the gospel. Wasn't it? I mean, they should have really like don't you, know? you don't ask when you're present guys, okay, gospel presentation 101. <laughs> when talking to someone about the truth and the reality of yes. the cross, mm-hmm. do not ask them to quote do you a solid. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you hey, yeah. listen. Uh let me tell you. Unless you come to Christ and repent, um, you know, you will be destroyed. Like the wrath of God remains on you. So I tell you what, do me a solid and just say yes. Like who does, like wh- wherever have yeah, you uh, never, ever, ever. Nah. And if you guys have not seen it, you should just go look it up. Elon Musk sat down for an interview with the Babylon Bee. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, well, now yeah. you know he's not going to sit down for an interview with the Addisons because they can't even like make his last name possessive. <laughs> So anyway, he has a 9.2% stake in Twitter. And mm. the question is, what does that mean? I actually have an answer here because there was another clip that we had from a couple of weeks back that we didn't get to when we were talking about Disney. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Keep talking about Disney, guys. Please. Man, Please I, keep, I don't know. I keep, saw somebody post. Now, I don't. I just saw this. That, that okay. was like 250,000 250, like, cancellations to the, the plus. I, I sent you I a story today you know. of a high profile uh, cancellation where he actually took it to Twitter, like made it public, um, posted a screenshot of him canceling his subscription to Disney plus. Mm. I sent it to you. Just check that out. I okay. thought you might enjoy that's, it. That's my, my, my gift to you People on a Friday. Should do that. Yeah. I think yeah. more and more. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing though. And I think we have time enough to get to this clip before we go to the break. Do you think, can we play it real yeah, quick? Yeah, we can. If, if I don't set it up too yeah, long. Okay. Yeah, you know so how you do. Daily Wire <laughs> interviewed a man named Jerry Boyer, who is an investment manager and finance author. And he happened to be at the shareholder meeting where uh, Bob Chapek kind of backtracked. Remember that shareholder meeting where he came under mm-hmm. immense pressure? And Jerry Boyer actually said that it's not so much the boycotts that will move the needle. He said it's the shareholders. It's the shareholders voicing the the opinion of these investors. Right. So I was thinking about that. I want to play this clip and then I want to kind of double back to Elon Musk and what it looks like he may be doing over there at Twitter and why that might matter. Do we have time for this clip? We let's just wait on it. Okay, I hear the music. Yeah, I don't want to be like I don't want to be like one queen of my of guests. The setup. Like you, I'm sorry, you'd have, you have made a great uh, volleyball player. You set I, those I things up, man. I mean, it's like your setup has volleyball. Your setup has a setup. My setup has a setup. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that's good. At least people understand me. At least people understand. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because I don't set I'm up saying. too well. No, that's not. Just what call I'm me saying. the one that spiked the ball. I'll be that person. Get that out of here. Okay. Um, we got to grab the break. When we come back, Elon Musk's um, oh, wow. 9.2% stake in Twitter and what that might mean. Aaron the Addison's the Friday edition. Laugh a little. We'll be right back. back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. We call this our gumbo show. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And as Haza Keem with Time Zone. Haza Keem will be at the Marriage Family Life Conference for 
a Thursday night experience. It won't just be a concert. Oh my goodness. It's going to be an experience. So Unpack that a little bit. So it's hip hop agetics. Yes. So yes. it is apologetics in hip hop form. It will blow your mind and it will instantly sort of like anchor your coolness with your kids. Okay? <laughs> because it's like it's like kind of hiding well, it's like it's like hiding a medicine, you know, in a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> well, kind of kind of yeah not not exactly but somewhat some might say anyway Hazakim, they have an incredible way of telling the truth about who god is and um fitting it in a certain amount of bars mm-hmm. <laughs> yes thank you okay in a certain amount of bars and setting it to music and it is just incredible our kids love listening to Hazakim. they love catching the different plays on words and also they love learning yeah. the apologetics yeah. like set to music Hazakim has also partnered with answers in genesis because of the work that they do in mm-hmm. exposing our youth to apologetics and i say our youth but i mean will the great come on no, nah, man, it's for I all of us. Too. Yeah, and look, for real. you know, if, so. if if you want to get familiar with who they are, just look up Hazakim H A Z A K I M, and they have a, their latest, their last project was called Origins. Mm. Go check out Origins. You know, even if you say, "Well, I'm not into rap," I'm telling you, just listen to the words. You'll never look at the eye again. The same. <laughs> Do you see yeah, what it's, I did it's, there? I tried. It's some good. It's some good stuff, and um, they are very uh, biblically sound. You know, and and they offer an answer for what we believe in. And so yes. it's just a, it's going to be a great time. H-A-Z-A-K-I-M. I'll, right. I'll tell you that um, this presentation on Thursday is the music and it is the apologetics, but it's also a um, sort of an exploration of how we are to be careful and what we listen to. Like mm-hmm. w- what is in the message in the music that our kids are listening to. And so I'm really super excited about that. So it really is an experience on Thursday night of the conference. So if you haven't registered for the conference, I hope that you'll do that. Um, okay. The clip shareholders, and then we'll go to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. I don't need to set it up because I already <laughs> set it up, but just so that if, in case you're just now joining us, this is a setup. I, I just go ahead do your thing. Set it up. It matters to me that people understand what they're, what they're hearing. Set it up. All right. So Elon Musk has a 9.2% stake in Twitter now, and that makes him the platform's largest shareholder. He's mm-hmm. been invited to sit on the board. Okay. Sit on the board. And, and so I really think that this is sort of revealing what Musk's moves are. Okay. <laughs> and, and what he thinks needs to change um, on what he calls the de facto town square. Like this is the public square. And to the point that his purchase make, which is a really expensive point to make. <laughs> Man, well, he has it. So, and yeah, he does. It's a really <laughs> expensive point to make, but to the point, um, being a shareholder actually has greater impact on these companies than even some of some of our moves here as the consumers. And mm-hmm. so here is Jerry Boyer, who was interviewed by Morning Wire. Um, Megan Basham is her name. And uh, listen to what he said. I was at that annual meeting and all the pressure came from one side. All of it. One hundred percent. Then what I saw was a bunch of outraged headlines from conservatives about how Disney is attacking the you know Parental Rights Act. Well, okay. I mean, that's bad that they did that. But how about if you had shown up? I mean, all the things that people were saying on social media about how mad they were at Disney. How many of those people are Disney shareholders? A lot of them. It's a big company with a lot of shareholders. What if you had just logged on? I mean, it's easy to log on and ask a question. If, If that had happened, 
uh, I don't think things would have ended the same way. Mm. So it seems to me that the shareholder impact is sort of the new battleground. Mm. Like that's that's the that's the place where the influence is coming from. And the meeting, in case you were not listening in the last segment, the meeting that Jerry Boyer is talking about is the meeting that Disney held where immense pressure was placed upon one Bob Chapek, where he walked back Disney's involvement in politics. Mm hmm. And so what he's saying is, man, what if people who actually are conservative and actually do share the values of 60 percent of those polled when asked about should their kids be introduced to these things at young ages? And they say no. Like, what if those shareholders who represent that conviction had, um, you know, just cared? Yeah. Just 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 weighed in on that. So anyway, that's something I think you're going to be hearing a lot more of. And I think Elon Musk is doing that. With use of big bucks, I think he's doing that. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll talk about that a little bit more if time allows us. But I do want to um, respect the fact that we've got some calls queued up. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to David in Alabama. Hi, David. Hi, Will. Hello. How you doing? I'm great. I enjoy you and Nikki's show and your godly counsel. I just wanted oh. to ask Nikki's opinion about... I have about this worldly worship in the church. I have a brother who quit going to a godly truth preaching church because his teenage son likes to worship in this other church. And uh, I would like to hear your opinion on that. And I would just like to listen to it. Sure. Um, So I do feel strongly about worship because I think one of the things that we have gotten away from in the church is that worship is for the Lord. Mm-hmm. that we are worshiping the Lord. So often I think that if we're not careful and, and, and can I, can I just, <clears throat> excuse me, can I respectfully say that I think sometimes this can go in either direction. I think sometimes it's not um, just to the youth where you see this kind of folly displayed. I think sometimes even us older folk, like we, we can be in a situation where we're like, mm, I just don't like that song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just like, mm, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, that's not my song. Mm-hmm. And when you think about what worship really is, and when I say worship, I mean singing because we live lives of worship, but that's the right. act of singing as worship unto the Lord. Um, I think sometimes what we've missed is that it is as unto the Lord. Amen. And so what matters is one, um, the posture of our heart, mm. um, the fact and the recognition that you, you know, you could be with your mouth singing all kinds of great words that sound well and good to people, but your heart could be really, truly far from the Lord. And, and can I just say, um, I, I think in, in many instances, the mm-hmm. type of music that we are drawn to is the music of today that is more me focused than mm. God focused. Mm. A lot of the songs, if you just do a quick search for some of the uh, Christian songs, the worship songs that are the popular ones, um, you'll notice a theme really quickly here. And, and I will say as someone who helps facilitate worship at our local congregation, it's very difficult for me to introduce songs to our congregation. And why? Because I just tire of them being so focused on us. Like mm-hmm. worship is unto the Lord. Like we should be singing the word of God back to him. Like God has told us who he is. He's told us, um, you know, what he requires. So we should be singing those things back to him. I think too often what we have is this focus of, you know, <clears throat> and no shadow you won't light up. You know, it's like, it's, it's, <laughs> we, you know, anyway. Um, so I don't know if that answers the question, David. That's just my take on it. Well, the great did, was there anything you wanted no. to add to that? No, I, I agree. I think okay. that's, yeah. 
You covered it. I, I agree with that. Yeah. You know. I think we have to be careful when the focus of worship is us. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these songs today are really dripping with a self-centeredness that to me is just, uh, I don't know, how, how, how do you come before holy and righteous God and, you know, not give the right approach to him like not give him the the worship that he is worthy of that he deserves you know and and I think we need to move back to focusing on the Lord in our worship and not so much on ourselves it doesn't mean that there's no room for that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I mean because to encounter the Lord is to recognize something about yourself as well right. so the, it's not the absence of those things because I think you can go to the other extreme where then you have this very cold worship where people sing the scriptures and and that is right and that is accurate, but they are completely detached from what they sing. Mm. So on one side, you've got these people that they're <laughs> they're on fire and it's hot, but it's all about them. And then you've got these other people who it's it's about the Lord, but it's just a matter of mental ascent. They just know mm. that the Lord is there. And maybe once upon a time, he cared about the people that are singing to him. And, and it's like, oh, that's bad, too. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the Lord is near to us, like his Holy Spirit indwells us. So the worship should reflect that it should be accurate. It should be truthful, but it should be filled with the knowledge of a personal God who indwells his people. Jesus Christ said that he was not going to leave us as orphans, that the comforter was going to come. And he told the he told the apostles, you know him, speaking of the Holy Spirit. You know him, he's with you, but he will be in you. So it's mm. like an upping of the ante, if you will. There's going to be a different level of interaction that you're going to have yeah. with the spirit of God, who is God. Okay? Amen. like That's powerful. Amen. All right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to Stacy in Louisiana. Hi, Stacy. Howdy. How y'all doing? Great. Hello. Great. I wanted to, uh, first of all, I got to say, Mickey, um, I can remember hearing you sit in for Janet Medford a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I wondered, who was this woman who speaks with such passion? And then when they gave you, when they when they put you guys here on this show, both of you together, I, I love all the passion and I love the balance. Will, uh, Wednesdays with Will, that's a blessing. Oh, and God. you guys bring such a balance to uh, your ministry together and, and to hear about your kids and to hear from your children. Man, that's just awesome. Thank but, you. Uh, the reason I called in was because, Miki, thank you for calling out the Babylon Bee because when I saw that, it broke my heart Come for Elon Musk because uh, – to me, I don't think the guy's a bad guy. I think he's I think he's a good guy. He may not know what he he needs to know. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what he knows. But uh but yeah, you you called it right where it is. Um do me a solid. That's like <laughs> that's like just that, you know, we got to get our numbers up. <laughs> well, right. You no. Know, yeah. Uh, that just that never has set well with me. Yeah. Yeah. And Thank you so much for that, Stacy. That was it yeah. was so troubling. Um, in fact, Will the Great sent me this link, and he's like, "You got to watch this." He, he he said it's painful, and so so um, I think I want to say I actually watched it with you, and man, we were just sort of like, ah, oh, man, that's just yeah. you know, it, there's something that's cringeworthy about a person who doesn't have 
their full weight and confidence in the power of the gospel. Amen. So understand that the power of the gospel, that it saves people, right? The truth of the gospel is very powerful. So because that is true, we don't need to like, you know, prep and prod and like cheer them on. And, and we don't need to make these, um, and I'm sorry to say this, you know, but I think anybody who, and, and our brother Stacy will get this and anybody listening, if you've ever heard this, we don't need to make false claims about the gospel. Hmm. The gospel in its purity presented is powerful and mighty to save. So we don't need to tell people, and I'll give you an example of the kind of um, false claims that we make. And, and by the way, this is as false a claim as uh, do me a solid, like, <laughs> like you're doing me a favor by coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. No, your soul will be saved. Yeah. Your soul will be saved. You will repent of your sin and the wrath of God that was poured out on Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Sufficient, sufficiently paid for mm -hmm. by the Lord Jesus Christ. OK, will be removed from you and you will now live for eternity. That's not you're not doing me a solid. <laughs> but in addition to that, <clears throat> excuse me, we say things to people like, um, you know, you know, your life is going to change. Your mm -hmm. life is going to change. OK, now I want to be fair. That is true. Your life is going to change. But what we usually mean is that people are going to live a better life now. Right. So we, we say like a person is walking through things and then we tell them we almost paint this picture that if you come to Christ, you'll never suffer again. You'll never hurt all this agony that you feel, all of these things that are going on. Well, actually, to follow Christ is actually to suffer. We are instructed to take up our cross, right? To come after him that we look, it's, it's, it is not the presentation of a best life. Now we have to be very clear about people. It is the presentation that look on your own, you're dead, you're dead. Okay. And you deserve that death. Mm -hmm. But Jesus Christ received in himself, the punishment for your sin. Your conscience bears witness that you are a sinner. You know it in your heart that you are a sinner you know that you do things that deserve judgment, even the things that nobody else knows about. This is God's grace that he's allowed us to know these things. These are things that are not hidden from us. And in other words, um, it's Romans one man is without excuse. Yeah. Man is without excuse. And so we have to present the gospel to people in clarity, in honesty and allow like, and when I say allow, this is not something that you necessarily do it's really more something that you observe. Just watch the gospel and the weight of it change people. Watch. Just mm -hmm. when you tell the truth, when you present the gospel with clarity, you have the blessing of sharing in the revelation that changes man's eternity. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever shared the gospel with someone and then you watch that person process what you've just said? And because the Holy Spirit is at work in the process of conversion, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit convicts their heart. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit says to that person, this is right. You, you are a sinner. You do deserve God's judgment. But guess what? There is one who paid it for you. And if you've ever been a part of a situation like this, where you see the person actually processing it and you see the softening of his or of her heart, it's an amazing thing. You wouldn't want to get in the way of that. In fact, you, you'd be compelled to make sure that you presented the, the gospel in as clear 
away as possible. So my 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 um my reference to Babylon being and kind of I guess I'm sorry taking a little jab at him is to say man we got to do better when we get these opportunities we cannot be enamored by people's money and who they are. Elon Musk I don't care if he's the richest man in the world he's just as dead as the rest without Jesus Christ. True. <laughs> it's not like a wealthy death. Facts. All right, we'll be right back. You see, your primary issue, your primary problem isn't that there are people, isn't that there are advertisements, isn't that there are systems out there that are making you say, you know, the problem is you. Instead of making excuses and blaming when you sin, face it, the truth is, say, I'm the problem. My heart's sick as a leper. My biggest dilemma's my sin in the center of me. I'm the problem. Yo, I'm stubborn and stiff-necked, loving what's wicked, the judge I don't respect, cause I'm the problem. And it isn't our spouses, though kids are a challenge, the sin it is countless, but I'm the problem. It can't be solved by modern Oh, man, apology. that song reminds me of you Paul Washer's, uh, his famous clip, I don't know why you're clapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, remember? And he's he's preaching and 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 they're like yeah that's what's going on in this country that's, and he's like I don't know why you're clapping I'm talking about you ah. <laughs> yeah that was a that oh, was an ultimate uh, there'll never be another one like that drop. oh my like, goodness okay. but you know you know the most amazing thing about it you guys look up that clip you just put in a few words you'll find it um, the <laughs> most amazing thing to me about that clip is that like nobody can argue with it it's like I because. <laughs> I am one of those points, I'm sure. At some right. point, you said, you know, oh, yikes. Yeah. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. We tend to do a little bit of a lighter show um, as we head into Friday. We call it our gumbo show. Everything can kind of go into the pot. Mm-hmm. One of our brothers wrote in and said, I agree, agree with you guys on many, many things. Um, he said, just about everything. He said, except one thing. Okay, you got me. So I'm reading, right? <laughs> and then he goes, you can put corn in gumbo. Ah! No, you can't. Man, Man, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like I abomination. Don't know. Like you know, no. I, don't I do that. Part of the rewards of eternity <laughs> will be the joy of serving the Lord and continuing to work. You know, and <laughs> because remember, work is not a punishment. That's right. That's right. Um, I don't know that that brother's gonna be in charge of like you know <laughs> meals. No, I don't, I don't know what no what you'll be doing. But gumbo, if you would please. put corn and gumbo oh. here. Oh. No. Ain't no telling what you might do. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right, welcome back. No, but um, really, don't put corn in the gumbo. But really, right, don't. Right, right. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero eight eight eight. We need to do drive by cook cooking uh, shows. Like just show up at people's homes and catch them about to put corn in gumbo, and then just grab that frozen bag of corn. And somebody's like, but what if it's fresh? We'll grab those ears of corn. <laughs> Don't and then it. we need to just finish up that gumbo. Save that, that corn I would for watch like that. a seafood boil or something. Don't yeah, put it in the gumbo. Yeah, throw it in a big pot yeah. with some Zatarans. Go ahead, do that. That's how Zatarans is said, by the way. <laughs> Anyway, but don't put it in your gumbo. That's Please that's don't. it's not the proper use of corn, no. you know. Mm-mm. That got to be in the Levitical law somewhere. I think. <laughs> don't put, you know. I think it's right under. Don't put. Don't. What, what is it like? The, 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 the mother's baby, milk. The, the baby's yes, mother's milk. There's, then don't put corn in the gumbo. Lord have mercy. Maybe that's the cage. That's just the Cajuns version. I guess. That's a that's a Cajun. Yeah, a like Cajun. tenant kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. 888-589-8840. I really hope that more Christians will make their own entertainment. You know, our family man. and our kids make their own videos 
And man, we, I mean, they, they make us laugh. Like, make your own They're videos. Funny. Make your I don't own think entertainment. They get that from me. 888 Wow. Man. Okay, then. Okay, then. Dad, listen. I mean, Will the Great. Huh? Listen, <laughs> Dad. Um, sometimes, right? That just kind of becomes your name. Yeah. Um, let me just get let me just say here, okay, uh-huh. we each have our roles to play in this family. All right. Um, I I, I am the funny one. <laughs> you are the serious one. Okay. Wow. This we everyone has that come to accept funny. this. If you could just accept this as well, uh, man, um, I don't it, know. life will be happier for all Our of personalities us. Personalities are dynamic. Like I can be funny. Now, you, okay, I don't want people to walk away <laughs> thinking that you're never funny. Um, so I just won't say that. It's I, just you know, it's, you're more I, I corny a, than funny. I, I sneak them in. Corn. No, oh, wow. Corn. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Go I sneak them in. Now. I sneak them in. You do actually. Let me just. say I catch this, y'all off guard. They'd be like, ooh, "You really do." Ooh, it's it's like you a really do uppercut. You know. You, yes, it it is. Like, it is, and it happens quickly before we even know it, and people are laughing uncontrollably. Um, let me just say for anyone who finds this a little bit tense, Will the Great is actually funny. It, it would not be a joke if he were never funny. He actually is funny. But. <laughs> not as funny as Mickey, I'll admit. But well, of, I, I, of course. Hey, you didn't have to agree even, with that. <laughs> no one thought for a second. All right. No, I'm kidding. All right. 888-589-8840. We're happily married. Guys, it's okay. Everybody's okay. All right. I'm funny. And he sometimes is. Where do we go next? Will the girl? All right. Let's go to Brother Q in Ohio. Brother Q. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. How are you doing today? Good, it has good. been a long time, Brother yes. Q. Oh, my gosh, girl. It's been forever <laughs> and a day. It really so, has. With that being said, I've been doing lots of traveling. Uh, I'm I'm also in the military, and so mm-hmm. I do all other types of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. even though I'm traveling abroad and everywhere else, I always set my alarm off of um, what I got tuned in radio so I can still listen to you guys live. Oh, wow. wow. So, Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys also for posting up on YouTube. I appreciate that. Oh, man. Um, with that, I just need you to put like a, a, a major subject header. Like, what are we talking about today? Because I go and try and listen to one. It's like, oh, they listen to that one. Oh, they listen to that one. It's like, oh, got to do better. Stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Um, like I said, I, I truly love you guys. I've been trying to call in forever, but just because of my work and, and traveling, yeah. I've been busy. Mm-hmm. But I do love you guys. So with that being said, now let's open up. So, right, uh, Mickey, you do not put hot dog and gumbo. Come on. <gasps> come on. Preach, preach. Thank you. Hold up a second. How in the world <laughs> do you come you back do after all of these years? Look, I mean, it's right. been years. You go back to the morning show. It's been years no, since we've Q talked with you. Right. Brother Q it's is like right. visiting someone's home and then just like breaking their fine china. Like how in the world? Yeah, I, it's because I love you. We're family now, so it's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, you, you don't do that. I was in I was in Louisiana from May until November. Nowhere did I get gumbo and had hot dogs in it. Come on, man. That's because you didn't know where to go. No, That's because you didn't know. <laughs> I, I went to a place called New Orleans, was it Spirits and Grill, and had some redfish poncho trend. That was awesome. Okay. And then I can get it with chicken, too. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> making so, me hungry, bro. Yeah. Food in Louisiana is a ministry. And it, it had crayfish with it with that pot. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> hold, hold on. <laughs> We had to stop. Hold on a second. It had what in it? It What what? did it have? 
I'm Ohio. I'm a Yankee. <laughs> okay, right, right. But, but that doesn't stop you talking about the hot dogs. So what did it have in it, though? We don't put hot dogs. Okay, right. So, but what did it have in it? You could get it with okay. chicken, and then also, what did you say? Crayfish. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. See, mm-hmm. brother Q, yeah. I was okay. with you, brother Q. I was with you. I was That's like, fine. man, come on, come That's on, fine. Come on. crayfish, brother. Hold on, like- I just wanted because when when you hear that, everyone listening knows. Oh man, we can't take that brother seriously. <laughs> We were with him on the hot dog Man. thing. He spent six months Brother, in Louisiana, and then he uh, said crayfish. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, it's all it's all good. I forget. Yeah. It's good eating. <laughs> uh, I want to get that out there real quick. That is an awesome place to go get some good food. Unless I, I try, I did message Brother Will a couple times, let him know I was down in Louisiana to see what good spots I could eat at, and he never messaged back. So I just wait. Know. I don't. Wow! Oh wow! He put me this on blast. Is, hold All on right, a minute. Well, like, you know, I mean, brother, brother, brother Q. Q we've, I mean, we've, come on. <laughs> we must be family. Wow! I mean, my goodness. You know? he, he he's like, yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would have told you don't go to the spot. I would have told you don't go to the spot with the crayfish. Hey, listen. It is. That was one of my favorite dishes. It's really good to hear from you. Yeah, I really do appreciate you calling in. Um, I just, I just will say, you know, six months in Louisiana doesn't make you one. You know what I mean? Like you're not. I mean, you know. So hot dogs still no, go in. Man, the gumbo. I, no, man. Okay. I, I mean, he, he he misspoke, you know, about the sure. crayfish, but he was right about the. <laughs> Don't put the hot. So dogs someone's in listening it. and they're going, "What's wrong with crayfish in Louisiana? We say crawfish." Yeah. We say crawfish. I think they crawfish. said, yeah, you know, crawfish. But you know. Now, now you tell me this, Will the Green. We'll go back to the phone lines. You tell okay. me this. Do you think that it is sort of like um, a caricature of Louisiana culture mm. to say crawdads? We don't really say crawdads. I never dads. grew up around anyone saying crawdads. No. Dads, so, and when I hear uh, that, I'm like, man, I don't know. Maybe we're just different kinds yeah, of Cajun I don't know. Creole, I don't, I don't I know don't, anyone that said crawdads. Crawdads. Yeah, no. Never heard that. No. All right, then. That's just some food for thought. All right. Okay. Back to Brother the phone Q. lines. Where Love do we you, go? Bro. All right. Let's go to Lenny in Texas. Hi, Lenny. Hi. How y'all doing? Doing Hello. good. I really appreciate y'all show uh, and how y'all... Uh, uh, fight off news. Uh, I, I did want to uh, point out a couple things. Uh, Disney has been really dark uh, since Uh-oh. pretty much beginning. Uh, hey, brother uh, Lenny, you, we're having a bad connection. I, I, it's kind of going in and out. It's going in and out. Um, I don't, you might have to try to call back. I don't know. We can't. If it's, yeah. Yeah, we if can't, it's possible, we let's do that so that we can kind of save the call because it'll we'll only get bits and pieces of what yeah. you're saying. But I can tell you. Um, if, if you're going where I think you're going, I think you're, you're, you're right on track here. You're saying that Disney has been bad for a long time and it's true and, and it's true. And, yeah. and there've been, there've been many people who are like you, Lenny, making those same connections and saying, hold on, yeah. they've been at this for a while. Now they've just kind of finally gotten overt right, with it. Right. And so I agree with you, Lenny. And I, I, if there's more detail that you wanted to give, um, I apologize, but the call was going in and out. So. Um, probably best not to just yeah. try to fill in the gaps like that. All right, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Keith in Michigan. Hi, Keith. Hi. Hey, um, so I'm not, I haven't lived all my life in Michigan. I lived in Oregon, and in Oregon, mm. out west, they call them crawdads. Okay, out west. Oh. In Oregon. Yeah, okay. out west. Yeah, okay. so okay. that's where the crawdads come in. Gotcha. I, yeah. Okay, so do now, this, I hope that this is not a foolish question. Um, but but out in Oregon, do they like harvest crawdads, or is it something that's like just kind of 
It, is it it's in shipped? the rivers or something. People do go around and pick them up. Uh, I, I usually just went after them as a kid and get my fingers pinched, but that was about all I did. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But, yeah, people would go around and, and put them in their stews or whatever. Okay. That's hmm. very interesting. interesting. I just I was today years old. Thank you so much for teaching <laughs> me that. That's where crawdads come from. Okay. Yeah, that's where, at least the name. Yeah. Um, one thing that I wanted to point out, you you got me thinking about the hymns that people are singing. They seem to be self-focused on themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, there's, a, there's a hymn that always keeps on going through my head that, all the time from Martin Luther, A Mighty Fortress. Mm, I mean, yes. if you remember, everybody remembers the first stanza. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe does seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great, and armed with cruel hate on earth is not his equal. But everybody, everybody stops there and goes, okay, I know the song. But listen to stanza four. That world above all earthly powers, no thanks to them abide us. The spirit and the gifts are ours through him who with us sideth. Let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also. The body they may kill, God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. Amen. And the thing that struck me in reading that is that the focus was not on me, not my easy life or make my life wonderful and give me riches. The focus was on eternity, mm. not of this mortal world, but the mm. eternal world mm. of kingdom, the kingdom of God. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's wow. so good. Thank you. Keith, that is wow. so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. Man, mm. you know, I, I think that um, if we can couple, and this goes back to the earlier point that I was making, and I'll go back to the phone lines. Um, that's just a Selah moment, though. When you, yeah. when you hear, like, the, <laughs> you meditate on the truth of what is contained in that stanza. Um, man, um, if we can couple the truth and the power and the potency of the word of God with our heart who understands a heart that is bent toward God. Because I think sometimes what we have, as I said in the last segment, we have people who are either um, they're excited and, and they're writing all of this music that is in some ways seemingly um, passionate music, but they're kind of disconnected from the real source of that passion. It's almost sort of like they have created this God that they are passionate about. You know, so they sing songs to this God they have created and quite often he's made in their image. If we are able to take our knowledge of God as he's revealed himself through his holy word, God wants to be known, right? He is the God who discloses. If he did not disclose, we would not know him. Think about that. If he did not disclose himself, we would not know him. And yet he wants to be known by us. So he does disclose himself. If we would take that disclosure and allow that disclosure to fuel our worship, to fuel the songs we write, to fuel the songs we sing, and couple that with a a real, um, for lack of a better way to phrase it, like clear and present understanding <laughs> that the Lord is near us. He is both transcendent and he is near us. There would be a warmth, watch this guys, a warmth and an accuracy 
that would change our lives. Like you, one does not have to compete against the other. Well, either you're going to be accurate or we're going to have this like, oh, this passion, this love for the Lord. No, 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 no. The passion and the love that we have for the Lord should be fueled by accuracy. Mm. We, we should know him accurately as he wants to be known. And then our right worship should come out of that. All right. I think that's where we're going to have to leave it. Keith. Thank you so much. What a great way for us to wrap up the show. Until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.